In this podcast, we have conversations about personal experiences with loss, grief, and unexplained spiritual encounters. Whether it's a dream, a visit, a vision, or a newfound life after loss, we believe life and love never dies. This is Surviving Death and Dying with Trisha and Misty. Welcome to a special episode on meditation and the importance of meditation. Meditation really works, don't you think, Misty? Oh, absolutely. And I have a feeling that our listeners are either believers who are already meditating, or they might be curious about meditation and they haven't done it yet. So either way, we welcome everyone. We are glad you're here. Meditation is an exercise that can help you work through so much like pain, grief, and anxiety, especially in these days that we've had. And that's true. And I don't think everyone understands the variety of meditation. It's not just yoga. It's not just spiritual. You know, there's a lot of different types and benefits to meditation. Yeah, because there's that focused meditation. There's that loving kindness meditation and storytelling, which that one to me is a very relaxation one too. That's true. And it can be mindfulness, spiritual. It could be even in movement. Sometimes I think when I'm driving, I'm meditating. Maybe that's not a good uh, sign. Yeah, not, it's not really. It's, it's not the same. It's more of going into a zone, so, you know, just yeah. centering, centering your mind, focusing. But like you said, there there's different types that could be transcendental or progressive or, you know, loving and kindness. And so whoever, wherever you are as listeners in your journey, whether you are feeling very physical to the world and of relaxation for your body, or you're starting to move into a spiritual direction, there's a lot of different types. And, and it's not just types, but a lot of benefits, right? Yeah, there's many benefits to meditation. One is reduces so much stress. It enhances emotional health. It just does so much for you and your body and mind. Not just with anxiety and emotional health, but they are even finding that it could reduce age-related memory loss, which is a big problem these days just focusing yourself and and taking time to take care of yourself and your mind, body and spirit can benefit you in so many ways. Exactly. And there's so many apps out there that you can use. There's free ones and there's ones that you can pay for. I currently have two different kinds of apps for myself. I have a spiritual one and I have one that's just more of a relaxation to help you help me fall asleep at night. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I found um, I'm using Insight Timer as an app that has thousands of different types of free meditations, whether they're guided, they're musical, they're short, they're long. And I think for anyone listening, you can definitely search for something that feels right to you and what you need. So whether it's just quieting your mind, relaxing your muscles or feeding your soul, 
there's so many out there. Well, I'm curious, Tricia, when do you think you ever became aware of meditation or you even started meditating? I believe for me, a, my mom taught me how to do some relaxation methods, which back then is what was meditation. And that was probably in the 1980s. Um, yeah, that dates me right now, but there you go. <laughs> she did that because I was having some difficulty doing certain things and she wanted me to be able to take care of it and do it on my own without her help. So she wanted me to focus on my center, focus on my breathing and everything else so I can concentrate on what I needed to do in the day-to-day -day life as I was growing older. So you were a kid and what was, do you kind of remember the type of like, would she talk you through something? Yeah, she had me lay down, close my eyes and she went, she would go through each part of your body, say relax, eat that body, take a deep breath in and let it out. And she could go from head to toe. And from there, my whole body was so relaxed. I was like, wow, okay, this feels good. And it helped me so much through that at that point in my life, which I mean, I was a kid. How do you think that was going to help you? I'm like, really, mom? <laughs> but hey, I did not realize that I had a similar experience, but not my mom. It was a camp counselor in the summer, and it must have been the 70s or 80s. And I'm pretty sure she just wanted us all to get quiet and fall asleep. But she did talk us through that kind of a relaxation meditation you just described, the relaxing of your muscles, you know, from your head to your toes, and we'd fall asleep. So it's funny, I didn't realize until you shared that story that that was probably my first introduction in meditation and I didn't even know it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for taking me down memory lane. Oh, you are so welcome. <laughs> I did get away from it as I got older, but I came back to it after my mom passed away because I was dealing with so much grief, anxiety at that time. I didn't know how to take care of myself at that point and to help me fall asleep, especially at that point. Cause that was a big thing for me. If I didn't, I couldn't sleep. So, cause I had, my mind was running of everything. And that's interesting that you used it to help you with the grief of the loss of your mom. Can you tell me what type of meditation you would do or were you using some kind of recording or app or something? One, I would actually go back to what my mom taught me when I was younger a couple times. And then at that time there wasn't, many recordings, we didn't have those kind of apps, really. So I did it on myself by myself, basically, because I was a dancer. So we did certain things when we were in classes. So I took what I learned in those the dance classrooms, and just did that and it made me relax and focus and tell myself it's okay. And basically, again, you had to relax and let your mind go blank, basically. Because if you didn't let your mind go blank, especially during that time of my life, I would have been a zombie if I didn't have it. So right. Well, meditation, as you're pointing out, can be a good activity to help someone get through a loss or a tough time. And it could be very important. Yeah, I mean, you could have difficulty sleeping, it could be like I was having or difficulty even just getting through the day. Like if you're at work, and you have something pop in your mind, you know, you have those moments during the middle of the day that hit you and doing a meditation at your desk or taking going outside and doing a meditation 
it makes a world of difference. So you can get back to being centered and focused again. True. And I know time is probably a big issue for a lot of people. Last year, we had a lot of time to meditate. <laughs> oh, yes, we did. <laughs> yeah. So Misty, what did you do then for that? Well, I thought that I first started, you know, about 10 years ago, you pointed out I was first introduced when I was in summer camp as a kid, <laughs> but I did know it. I think I really discovered meditation and the benefits of meditation when I went through chemo. It was over 10 years ago, I was diagnosed with a very rare cancer that had migrated to my brainstem. And meditation, I believe, is what got me through. Because when I was first diagnosed, I was told by my doctors they were just going to watch me. There was no cure. So you can imagine with that kind of news, Especially with a family. Yes. What kind of meditation did you use for that? Well, yeah, like you were just saying, my kids were still in school. I thought I, I really had the fear I was not going to see them graduate. It was very scary. And before I even started the meditation, I sunk into depression. My husband and I then found the leading researcher, Dr. Kenneth McLean out of Houston, Texas and visited him and I was part of a grant. So I got some experimental chemo. I was supposed to be on for 12 months, but I was only able to do it for five because my pancreas had given up. But every day while I was in chemo, I listened to a meditation that was by Brian Weiss. And we talked about him in one of our first podcasts and his books that he's done on many lives, many masters. Brian Weiss does this really neat, almost hypnotic, like guided meditation that can take you into a spiritual realm and that it's okay not to worry if it's real or imaginary, just to go with that imagination, that vision, that experience, and imagine a healing light in the meditation that I listened to, which I'd like to get you a copy of too, to, to help you with your back. Yeah. He'd have you picture yourself laying on a marble slab, kind of in a spiritual realm with different color lights over your body, whatever colors they need to be, and you imagine them healing your body. So a green light to your heart or a white light to your brain. And I did that every night. I really do think it's what helped me heal. Right. Do you think it helped save your life besides the... I do. I actually had gotten to a point where I, when I would meditate and picture a white light coming in through the top of my head, and I would picture it going through my blood vessels and into my brain and pushing out bad cells, I could feel something going through my body when I would meditate like that. But when my chemo had to be stopped at five months, uh, one of the signs that the doctor had said when I asked him, how will I know if the chemo is working? I had a numb arm. My forearm had gone numb because of the lesions in my brain. And he said, the feeling in your arm will come back. And the month after they stopped my chemo, but I was still meditating, the feeling in my arm started to come back. Ah. So I grabbed my arm. When I realized that, I sat on my back porch and I just cried tears of joy. I was so happy. So I do believe it works. And I believe that you can let go of wondering if it's weird or real or imaginary. That just doesn't matter. I think that's one of the important things about that. I think you have to believe in it as well. I mean, if you don't believe in that, it will help heal you. That's not going to heal you. I know a lot of people went also went through anxiety during this pandemic. 
Right. And this probably helped a lot of people during that time. You just reminded me that uh, quote long ago that my mom raised me on, if you believe it, you know, you can achieve it. I remember that quote, my mom did that too. <laughs> and so what that means, there's so much truth to that, because if you believe you're in a rut, you're going to be in a rut. If you believe you're going to get better, you're going to get better. Yes. My mom would say that whether you think you can or you think you can't, either way, you're right. Right. You'll have you focus on that one thing and then you will be what you think you are. Right. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Again, you're taking me down memory lane. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, no, but you know, like you were saying, I did get away from meditation for a while. And then a few years ago, someone had set me on to the insight timer. So I did start that a few years ago. But last year's pandemic, yeah, at the end of the year, I think I sank into a deep depression and was hiding it from you. You and I were working together by then. Right. <laughs> I don't think you knew. <laughs> But I started to really get a lot of anxiety over the next year, what was going to happen. You know, I'm in a house with five people whose lives have all been affected by this pandemic from school to jobs, finances, everything. And I wasn't waking. I didn't want to wake up in the morning. I would and I did wake up. I felt nauseous. I didn't think I had a goal in life anymore. I got worried that I didn't have a goal, a purpose, a focus, like when you're right out of high school or college and you have your whole life ahead of you, I thought my life was over. Exactly. I had that similar feeling too, because I didn't have a job as well for the longest time. It took me over a year basically to get a job. So I had that anxiety of, am I going to be able to make it pay back rent? So, and I think I would say almost everybody during the pandemic that probably lost their job or was dealing with something during that pandemic had anxiety and depression. Remembering meditation and making myself do meditation again, I think is what pulled me out. I made myself start to think, okay, I don't want to be like this. And you have to, people have to want to change. That's step number one. Right. <laughs> you can't, <Yes. laughs> you can't make them change. But that is where I got back into meditating and I really was able to pull myself out of anxiety and I found a lot of like tricks and things to focus on the now and you know fear and anxiety is built on worry and energy we don't need exactly and i have an idea that we should do that i think the listeners will like oh what's that trisha yes let's each of us post a meditation to help them in the way that it's helped us i like that idea we can post the same day i guess you're saying you'll do one that's helped you and and i'll do a meditation that i find helps me is that what you're saying Yes, it's one of our own that we created. So it's nothing that you have heard on any of these different apps or anywhere else. Hopefully this will help you either one of them or both of them to get through whatever you may be going through in that day. I love that idea. That means we're going to be posting three podcasts in one day. That's a three for one day. I love it. Yes. So tell me what would your focus of your meditation be for? Something that I have been going through throughout my whole life is basically loving yourself, finding that self-confidence and knowing that you are worth being here. And not only are you, lo you love yourself, 
other people love you as well. Oh, that's a great message. And that's really important. People, a lot of people need that. It helped me actually going through this one that I created. It was, it helped me so much again. I haven't done that. Like I said, I haven't done these in a while. So it helped me to do that again. But what is the, what are you doing? What one are you going to tell us about? Well, I think the one that helped pull me out of my anxiety, depression that I had at the end of 2020, about 30 to 60 days, I was able to actually turn myself around and I feel like my world opened up and it got better. I made everything from landing a job with a company I'd been talking to for over a year to starting this podcast with you and pursuing a deep, dark, secret passion of mine and hobby. It brings me joy every day. I wake up feeling great and I would love to help someone else, whether they're dealing with loss and or anxiety and fear out of the tomorrow to just focus on the moment and today and to help move through those and push through those feelings so that they can improve their just everyday centering of themselves. Yeah, that will be amazing. I think everybody needs that in their life, especially right now. <laughs> I agree. And and now that people are getting back out into the world, we want to make sure we do them as separate so that no one is driving when they listen. Yes, please don't be driving when you do these meditations. Make sure you are in a nice, relaxed room where you can either sit or lay down and just focus on you and what you need to do for yourself. Yes, take the time to take care of yourself, make time to think and center and care for your own health, mental, physical, and just enjoy the next two podcasts. Yes, I hope you all enjoy. Let us know what you think. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. We'd love to hear from you. So email us at trisha.misty.tm at gmail.com. You can also go to our website, survivingdeathanddying.com for links to the books we talk about. So please like, share, subscribe, and follow. Well, we did it again. We survived death and dying another episode because we believe life and love never dies and don't start to cry birds are meant to fly just